0: Blog
1: Talk Radio. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. This is Sean Cleveland with Regeneration X Radio. I just want to say God bless. I pray all is well with everyone. I'd like to say especially to the people here in Texas, in Houston, area of Texas that had a lot of flooding, uh, may the Lord keep you and be with you. And I pray that you and your families are all well and that everything lost will be restored unto you during this flooding. And I pray that there will be healing and restoration in the Lord for all of those affected by this major flooding. And I just pray that the Lord will do his will. Amen. Amen.
0: So today, I want to uh talk a little about a little bit about knowing. And
1: um, What I mean by knowing, like, uh, I'm the type of person, I love the comic book movies. I grew up reading comic books, Marvel and DC Comics. And so now that all these comic book movies are out, you know, I'm in heaven. I'm loving it. I know all the characters. I know their backstories. So I'm really into these movies. And, of course, now the people, the actors who are portraying these characters are some of my favorite actors because they brought to life some of my most favorite characters from my my childhood. So I know Robert Downey Junior. I know Chris Hemsworth. I know Chris Evans. I know Zoe Saldana and I know Chadwick Bozeman and Michael B. Jordan and these are different actors in, in different comic book movies and and I become a big fan of all of them because of these movies. And I, I know their names. I know stuff about them and I just, I know what they look like, and I always think about, man, i like to meet Robert Downey Jr. or Chadwick Boseman or or Scarlett Johansson and these different actors and actresses that portray these comic book heroes. I just feel like I know them because of their their movies, and a lot of the movies I've seen more than once. uh, I've seen the Avengers movie so many times, I can't even tell you how many times. Or Black Panther, I've seen repeatedly, and just uh, I'm just into these comic books, and I feel like I know the the people, the characters, the actors who betray them, and um, so it's, it's me knowing these actors and the things they've done, and and seeing their work, and I'm like, yeah, I know I know who they are, I know this actor, I know them, but the funny thing is, I'm saying I know them, but if I saw them on the street and I walked up to them, I'm like, oh, wow, Robert Downey Jr., you know, I'm a great fan. Uh, He wouldn't know who I am.
0: I would know him, but he wouldn't know me. And unfortunately,
1: that's how a lot of people's relationship with our Heavenly Father is. They know of him. They've read the scriptures. They've been to a, a church service. Uh, they've been to a prayer service. They've watched uh, Christian television. And they've heard of the Lord and they know of, of his existence. And But does he know them? And you know what I'm saying? Sean, well, the Lord is uh,
0: all-knowing. He knows everybody. But when I'm talking about knowing, I'm talking about intimacy,
1: closeness. And when I'm talking about knowing it's like when they say uh, Adam knew Eve. They had intimacy with each other.
0: And we can say, oh, yeah, I, I know God. But does the Lord acknowledge you as his? Does he say, I know you. I'm intimate with you. I have a relationship with you. Do you have
1: a religion or do you have a relationship with the Most High? Because a lot of people have religion. Oh, I, I know God. I I love God. They have this uh, image of, of God in their mind and what God is or who God is. And, you know, I really, I'm going to be honest, I don't like saying God because
0: you can tell me you believe in God. And I can say, okay, who is your God? And you could say
1: some name I never even heard of, something you worship. You could be worshiping an animal. There there are people who actually see animals as a God, and they're like, my God is 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 the wolf. I'm like, okay, well, you and I are not worshiping the same God. My God is Yahweh the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob,
0: the Most High, the Lord, the King of Kings. So when you say God, it could be anything
1: you worship. So I need to know a little bit more, and be a little deeper. So when I, when I talk about my father, I'm talking about Yahweh, my Lord, my King, not some random object or some idol
0: that you may worship. So, to know him, to
1: be intimate with him, to have a relationship, to talk with him, to be baptized in his spirit to to actually be made known to him, and have him acknowledge you as his, because there are many that the Lord will not acknowledge that in those in those times of judgment, he will say, "Depart from me, you workers of iniquity." What uh, workers of the iniquity, I never knew you. In other words, you're going about and you were doing great things and I, I preached on this recently and you can use the gifts of the Spirit, but you never cultivate a relationship with the Lord. You have the move of the Spirit in your life, but you never sit down to spend time with the Father just listening to Him and have an intimate conversation and just being with them. It's like a marriage where a man and woman get married, but they don't spend any time together. They're always working, or they're always uh, doing uh, different projects, uh, going out with other friends. And so they rarely see each other and they really don't get to know each other and, and it ends in a divorce. Because they really never knew each other and that relationship
0: just isn't there. And so we need to understand our biggest thing that we need to accomplish in our walk is intimacy with our Father. If we do not have intimacy with him, we have nothing. If we don't know his heart, his mind, and desire for us, our Father loves his children. But do we seek him? Do we desire him or do we de- desire his gift?
1: And I see this so many times. People feel that he is there to bless them. They're not there to be a blessing unto him as in uh, preaching his gospel and, and being intimate and spending time with them. And those of you who are parents, especially parents of teenagers, can probably be late work. The teenagers, they're becoming adults, and they're becoming independent, and they're becoming their own person. And they have their group of friends, and they want to be with their friends, and they want to go out. They don't want to stay at home. No longer are they holding on to you, hugging you, uh, kissing you, saying mommy, daddy, that intimacy as a child that you once had. Now they're more independent. They want to be out more on their own. They don't want to be around mom and dad like they used to. And I've seen it happen with many parents. I'm not a parent, but, you know, I was a teenager once, and there, there came that time where I didn't want to be up under my parents. I had to go everywhere with them. I wanted to do things on my own. And so that intimacy can be lost. And there are a lot of uh, people who come to know the Lord. And at first, you know, we're, we're all gun-ho and on fire for the Lord, and we want to spend all the time we can in, in the Word and in prayer. And we want to be with our, 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 our church family. And then after a while, kind of slows down, dies down, and people aren't seeking the Lord like they used to, and uh, there's no intimacy, and they kind of lose sight of who our Father is. If you're reading along uh, with me, in the scriptures, I'm going to um, start reading Second Timothy chapter 2
0: and verse 14. And the scriptures read this is Paul teaching, uh, Timothy says, Remind them of
1: these things, charging them before the Lord not to strive about words, to no profit, to the ruin of the hearer. Be diligent to present yourself approving to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. But shun profane and idle babblings, for they will increase to more ungodliness, and their message will spread like cancer. Ananias and Philistus are of this sort. They are strayed concerning the truth, saying that the resurrection already passed and they overthrow the faith of some. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands. Having this seal, the Lord knows those who are His, and that everyone who names the name of Christ, depart from iniquity. So what Paul's teaching Timothy here, he's teach, teaching him about those who are true workers of the Lord, that the Lord approves of. And So you know, don't get caught up in, in arguing and getting caught up in idle babblings and chum profane uh, things because they lead to ungodliness. So, as a child of the living God, we're not supposed to be arguing and fighting over uh, scripture. You give the word and people receive it; they receive it, and they don't don't stand there and argue with them. Don't try to strike up arguments with your brothers and sisters come together and reason with each other, but not argue and fight. So these are the types of people that are approved of the Lord. And, and Paul talks about these two men, Hymenaeus and Philitus, and uh, the things they have said, and they, they are straight concerning the truth, and they've overthrown other people's faith. And the, then Paul goes, nevertheless, the solid foundation of God stands having this field. The Lord knows who... Who are are his He knows his people He knows his children And so this is the thing uh, When you say oh yeah I I know the Lord But does, does, does the Lord know you? Does the Lord call you One of his?
0: Are you named In the name of our Savior? Are you part of the body Of our
1: Lord where Yeshua Jesus is the head? Does the Lord acknowledge you as his child? And I've meditated on that many times about myself. How does the Lord see me? Does he call me son? Does he call me his child? And I'm not sure if I ever shared this before. I may have. But I went through a very, very low point in my, my walk with the Lord. And there wasn't anything the Lord did. I had messed up. I did something uh, stupid. And I allowed my faith to stray because of uh, a young lady I was dating. And I got so messed up in my head that um, I actually found some rope and tied it into a noose and I was going to hang myself. Uh, That's how distraught I was. And at that time, I couldn't talk to my heavenly father because I felt that I had shamed him that he didn't want me. And like I said, I I don't call him God. I was calling father or Lord Yahweh. And at that time I couldn't call him any of those things because I felt that I didn't deserve to. And I remember it was a Sunday and I was sitting at home and I got this noose made, and I was sitting on my living room floor, and I was crying, and I said, God, I'm sorry, I shamed you, I don't deserve your kingdom, so I was going to go outside and hang myself in my uh, carport, which is a little different from the garage, it it doesn't have a door, and um, so I could hang myself, and I felt that people would driving down the street would be able to see me. And um I wouldn't be laying up in my house dead without anybody knowing for days. So that was my plan. And I was sitting there crying and I told the Lord I was sorry.
0: And I sat there for a minute and I was about to get up and go outside and, and, and hang myself. And
1: suicide is not an answer to anything. And just as I sat there and I was ready to go out and do this, I heard in my spirit
0: these words my son and I looked up and I said Father then again in my spirit I heard my son
1: and I instantly got understanding by the spirit what was being said and what was what it meant. The Lord has said my son to me twice the first time he said, my son, he was talking
0: about our Messiah, Yeshua. He was letting me know, Sean, he died for your sins. You don't have to die. There's nothing to be gained by your death. Then he said a second time, my son, he met me. He acknowledged me as his son. I threw the rope across the room and I started to pray I told my father I will serve you all the days of my life I will preach your gospel and I will honor you because you are my Lord and that moment he restored me
1: because he called me his son and I knew the Lord had approved of me even in what I thought was failure He'd already forgiven me and I had to forgive myself. And I did.
0: That was fourteen years ago. And I've been serving the Lord faithfully. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I find him, I seek him, I desire him, I meditate on his word throughout the day. I think about things and I desire him, and there's times I just want to be with him and no one else, and I thank him for calling me his son. I thank him that he acknowledged me and said, you're mine. That day he kept me from death, and death has come towards me many times, and the Lord has kept me each time from sickness. I shared my story of my
1: kidney failure, and he kept me from actually being murdered when I was a missionary in Mexico. A drug lord and I had a misunderstanding, and he actually set up an ambush, and the Lord kept me
0: from that ambush. And
1: there were so many times he was with me, and I'm saying today, thank you, Father. And I don't take that lightly when I call him father because
0: I know he birthed me by the Spirit. I'm born again child of the Most High. I belong to him and he is my father. And I thank him for calling me his son. Does he call you son, daughter? Are you his child? Does the Lord acknowledge you? Do you have a relationship with him? Are there other gods that you worship? A pastor? A spouse? A celebrity? A false idol? Yourself? Money? Fame? Power? Title? There's only one who is worthy to be worshipped. Yahweh, my Lord, my God, and my King. The God of Israel. The Father of Yeshua. Our Lord and Savior. He alone is worthy. He alone is Lord. He would turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 1. Paul, once again,
1: is speaking, he's in coin, and he says, Now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge
0: puffs up, up, but love edifies. And
1: if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing, yet as he ought to know. But if anyone loves
0: God, this one is known by him. So what's Paul saying? We all have some type of knowledge.
1: We all know something. But it's saying knowledge pops up. You know, people get knowledge and they you know, get educated and there's nothing wrong with it getting educated and, and gaining knowledge. But knowledge just by itself. You just gain knowledge. You can become arrogant. You can feel like you're superior. People who know scripture and uh, very well can become arrogant and and put people down. And once again, they can get into arguments because it's all about their knowledge. But, you know, when you're talking to somebody who does not know the Lord, you're not supposed to be hitting them over the head with the the commandments of the Lord. Uh, You're supposed to be loving them to the point that you know they need salvation. It's not about arguing and fighting with them and trying to win an argument. It's about seeing them come to salvation. Because the Lord loves them as he loves you. And if you love, then God
0: knows you. For he is love. You cannot love truly without the presence of our Lord. That's what Paul is saying. True love comes from our Lord.
1: And for you to receive that true love, you have to know him. To know his agape love. The love of the Father. When you have that agape love, you love other people to the point that you desire to see them come to know Him, to enter into the kingdom that you even
0: call them a brother or sister in the Lord. You're
1: not going to stand Him, try to win an argument, prove your point, prove that you know something. Your desire is to introduce
0: them to the Lord. That they will not face eternity lost, but they will face eternity found in the Lord with you.
1: And that they will go about preaching the gospel message, showing the love to others that they may come to know our Lord
0: intimately. This is true love that the Father loved us and that we love him. And that we desire that others would know his love. Knowledge is good, but love, love will edify our nation. It will edify all nations. It will bring all people to the knowledge of the Lord if they so choose to love. And I look at all the hate in the world. I know it's because I do not receive the love of God. We do not understand, they're not concerned about being known of Him, being loved by Him, to be intimate with Him. That's what this world needs, intimacy with our Holy Father. And He will pour out His love. And he will edify us as a body. And we will receive his love knowing knowing that he calls us his children, his bride, the
1: bride of Yeshua. And as his bride, we will show his love to others that they may become part of the bride,
0: his ecclesia, his church. This is my house desire every time I preach, whether it be here or anywhere else, to show the love of the one who loves me, that all the hearers may come to know him and to be known by him and to be loved by him. He loves his children. Receive that love now. Be baptized in his spirit. Have that relationship by the spirit with your father. Think of a
1: little baby looking up at his dad, and his dad is just looking down at that baby with such love. And the baby feels so safe, so secure
0: in his father's arms. And he looks at his father and smiles. That's my daddy. And
1: the baby receives that love. He doesn't want to be disconnected from his father. You've seen it in children. Somebody tries to take them from their parents, and the baby will start screaming and crying. Then the parent will take them back, and
0: they'll be silent. They'll calm down. Why? Because they know who loves them. They know the love of, of his parent, of a father, of a mother. I want to know my father's love more and more each day. And I want to take that love and show it to others.
1: Now, thank him for that love because I fail and I need his forgiveness. I have my outbursts of anger. I have wrong thoughts. Sometimes
0: I get caught up in myself. I give thanks to my Lord that he loves me. And that he calls me his son. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Even the times when I didn't love myself, you loved me. And you called me my son. And I will honor you, Lord. Because you know me and you call me. So I will do your will. I will show your love. Bear with me, Father, for I'm a man and I am flawed. And I need you and I need your love. Show that love to all those who hear my voice. But that they may be known of you and called by your name. Love them all, Father. Love them. Edify them in your spirit. This is
1: my prayer today that all who hear my voice will be edified by the love of the Father and they will receive that love and walk according
0: to that love. This is my desire, Father. You glorify it in the midst of your children. As you edify us with a perfect agape love that only you can give. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you. To all those who are hearing my voice, I pray that you are blessed that you are
1: known of our father that you're intimate with him that we receive his love and are edified and you turn around and you edify others in the love of the most high
0: so they may know that he loves them and will be called by his name does he know you This has been Sean Cleveland with Regeneration
1: X. As always, love to hear from you. You can find me on Facebook, Sean Cleveland. Or you can email me at regenerate07 at yahoo.com. Always a pleasure to serve you.
0: Be blessed, be loved. Walk in the knowledge of our Lord. It truly is love. Take care.